Hi, dear listener. Before this episode plays, I'd like to invite you to keep in touch with us at oralstories.com. There you can sign up for our newsletter and we'll keep you in the loop. Now, on to the show. This is Oral Stories. Welcome to Fast Track to 40. Like anything real, Fast Track to 40 has adult themes presented in adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And a good beverage is encouraged. From Oral Stories, Fast Track to 40, Episode 8. No, Penny, it's busier than ever. I keep reminding myself I wanted this. The search for a new regional director is on hold due to the merger, which means landing that job is cutting it dangerously close to my birthday. My big four O is looking like a big zero. Mm-mm, I reject that. Wait, are you working now, Janet? Should I call you back? I need to vent. We can do it between paragraphs. I'm so frazzled. I now eat so much takeout, my kidneys are crying. My dream job is on hold, so my massive win in selling this merger will be nice and forgotten by the time the executive committee reconvenes to look over packages. Just good old chirpy Janet, who's great at support. Can't promote her, who'd do the work. Yeah, you're great at support, but you've made huge steps in showing leadership. Don't give up now, you're right on the precipice of greatness. Great at being ignored. And I'm single. Or, sorta single. I feel fat, irrelevant, single, I'm pushing 40, and... And I'm a Kathy cartoon. Single? You and Dan have been talking, though, right? That's something good. He's so cold, Pen. Where's my guy? I miss his jokes. I miss his laugh. I know I'm a mess, but he's not the same guy either. It's all my fault. Don't take this the wrong way. I said it was my fault. I'm beating myself up enough as it is. (sighs) Whoa. You're being testy. I'm not beating you up. You're in love with Dan, right? I think... I know I am. I've had time to think. Penny, this is the first time in my adult life that I've been alone. It's just me now. Two weeks since he walked me back home. Four weeks since he walked out. I've never lived alone like this. I miss him. I want to make him breakfast in bed. I want to beat him in video games. I want him to explain how to change my oil filter again and go with him to a car show so I can see him light up about what he loves to do. Blunt won't talk about relationship stuff. Perpetually single clarity was right. I was so well-loved by him, I didn't take the time to really love him back like he deserved. We have to get you guys together, so... Everything you just said to me isn't what you say to him. Scared. What? Scared. That's not my go-getter. You're fearless. You're focused. You're... Scared. He might reject me, and holy shit, is this what he's been feeling? Each time I freaked out over him wanting more of a commitment, this was what he went through? Sucks, doesn't it? (sighs) 
We are going to take a deep breath and go through this door. It's the one thing I haven't done. The online dating meetup. Nothing I've done so far is serious, serious. Serious, serious? Are we in high school? Don't you think you're being a little disingenuous with Aaron and Jason by meeting... Who is this guy again? Todd? Hi. Clarity. Wow. Really cool that you came. Sit down. Sit down. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Todd. I ordered you a coffee. Oh, okay. I was really more in the mood for tea, but coffee is fine. That's a big old big red flag. Just a big old big big old big old red flag. You should get settled. I figured we could spend this day getting to know each other better. I'm fine. I dislike this guy intensely, and it's only been two minutes. I already know you're a writer, so you can talk about whatever you're up to later. So now, a little about me. I don't just work in banking. I teach how to be an entrepreneur. What I do is moving humanity forward in a giant leap. We are disrupting art, science, the monetary systems. I'm glad I'm imaginary. Not enough oxygen left with this guy at the table. Oh, wait. Clarity. I think he's actually talking to you now. Huh? I asked if you were overwhelmed. I know my work can be a lot for someone who's just into art. But I think I could do a lot to help you turn your script into profitable NFT work that could really set you up. What, NFTs? Yeah. You'd be able to get in on the ground floor for an entirely different way to sell your work. I don't want you to feel bad about yourself, but now that we've met in person, you just don't fit my criteria for someone I'd date. I beg your pardon? Punch him. I swear to God, pour that coffee on his head. No, get a fresh hot refill, then pour that coffee on his head. See, the woman I want needs to be no more than a size 4 to 6. You're, what, 12? You're also over 30, even though it's very hard to tell. I'd be worried about your ability to bear children. Stab him. In the jimmies. Wait, are you calling me fat? Aren't you a little heavy for your height? You squat-spined. Whoa, don't be offended. For a man, being stocky isn't a a big issue, but... The woman on my arm has to look her best. You could work on your diet to fix that, cut some carbs. Gibbon armed. Next, I I don't like how curly your hair is. Straight hair looks more professional, which any wife of mine would have to be because I'm going places. Greasy haired. Holy shit, is sexuality not a choice? Stop talking, dude, stop talking. Toad-faced hot dog smelling homunculus. Why did you even invite me out? Hell, why did you spend a week talking me up? You seemed good enough, and I felt you could use some feedback from a nice guy like me. You have the potential to make a great wife. If you put some effort into your looks and worked on your housekeeping skills, you didn't seem to know how to cook either. My dick has been shamed to share a gender with that dude. Consider how hard it is to embarrass a dick. Wait, where are you going? Are you going to pay me back for the coffee? Send me a bill. Please tell me you're going to write something with that. It's seared into my brain. I'm going to feed him to monsters. Monsters that eat sloppy and slow. Absolutely. Hey, don't worry about it, guys. Uh, just lock the front door when you leave. Okay, just have to run my eyes over Nina's phone numbers after I close up the bays, and... I used to get home and cook. 
Maybe I'll grab a burger. I haven't been too hungry lately. Oh, maybe just a cup of coffee and a movie. Or you could let me cook you dinner. Oh, oh God, Jesus, Jan- Janet, wh- what are you, what are you doing here? Decided that I should come visit you. Haven't been to your garage in a while. Came over to offer a home-cooked meal, huh? Except you don't like to cook. I can cook. You just cook better. You put love into your meals. You're so damned brave. Brave? What's brave about cooking? You've always just stood up and said what you feel. You feel so much, and you're so confident that you add it to your food like it's seasoning. And I've been tasting it for years without appreciating it. Jesus, why are you here, Janet? That's the key to my old Austin. Come on. What are you up to? Look in the back seat. OMG. Is that a LHD steering box? O- original? Yep. OEM. The, what do you call it? Axle swivel? Uh, wishbone swivel axle. Whatever. Those should be delivered in another week. J- Janet. It's a really early birthday present. Janet, you you can't. You you can't buy me this. I definitely can buy this for you. No, no I, I mean, you can't buy your way back into my life. I know. Uh, then I'm really confused. You're here. You found parts for my hobby car. Uh, Janet, can you stop playing around, please? I've been missing you in my life, and... I wanted to do something special to demonstrate it, but I was scared. (laughs) You? Dan, I finally understand what you've been going through with me. I took it for granted. The way you stand there so fucking honest and sure about how you feel, I... I fucked up. And I've been fucking up. Small ways and big ways. And you kept coming back. Not afraid to keep trying while I keep taking it for granted. Kept. Kept trying to stay as independent as possible while relying on you. Together, but caught up in not being defined as your girl. Your significant other. Your wife. Committed. But don't you dare ask me for a public commitment. Because you were scared? Hard to see you that way. I mean, you charged ahead to get everything you wanted. Uh, Big dreams, big attitude, big mouth. (laughs) I got control issues. And you've always been someone I can't control. You do your own thing. Including pissing off your parents by not going to college. And picking the chubby poor girl who wasn't Korean or black. White AF. 
I, I just know what's right for me. Even when it's someone who runs hot and cold? Hell, I just run. Emotionally. Dan? Janet? I want you back. Back home. Back with me. I love you dearly. I want to talk to you about how fucked my promotion is right now. I want to hear about the latest weird thing you learned off Reddit. I miss your dad jokes, your awful post-nachos parts. No, you don't. (laughs) Shut up. I'm on a roll. What I'm trying to say is I will do the work I need to do so you get the partner you deserve. And I am terrified you're going to say no. And you'd be right, too. I just need you to say it loud and clear. That it's over. I won't lie. I'm not feeling brave anymore. But we should talk it over the dinner you promised me. I really like that. And Claire, we get our workout done by 8 a.m. and it means we are done for the day, feeling strong and refreshed. You are a disgusting morning person, or a cheerful person. So you've narrowed it down to five choices for future baby daddy. Oh, uh, never say that. Fine, Papa Baster baby. I'm feeling my life choices disrespected here. <laughs> I'm highly amused by your life choices. Why? I amuse you? You are the party girl. You love being out, being the center of attention. You're a fucking sex pot. You practically wretch at the 2.5 kids, Protestant white love, missionary on Saturday, traditional life. Yet here you are, looking to get knocked up. It's not like choosing single motherhood is traditional, and I firmly believe that being a mother and being a sexual being are perfectly compatible. And what do Andy and Jonathan... Oh, what was the girl's name? Louisa. And she would be thrilled for me, by the way. I haven't really talked with anyone in my intimate partner circle about it. Dates. Now I need a distraction from cardio hell. You have such a fantastic bedside manner. I'm happy with the people I'm seeing. It works now because I'm single. Figuring out before the baby, that part, I don't know how to do. How do I say, I'm planning to have a baby next year, so fucking is right out until I can get my mom legs under me. Can I schedule you for sex plays sometime after the kid is weaned? I can't see how that approach wouldn't work. Penny, just say that. No! This is human relationships. They're complicated. I like these people. We have a cool balance thing going on, and a child is... Changes the balance. Hmm. I guess I'd be blurting it out. Just making things clear right off the bat. Balance be damned. You'd think the fact that you're kind of dating again would have improved your sense of tact. I'm tactful. I just don't take a lot of time with it. And I'm not dating, just going out. Commitment free out. I need to take time with it, Claire. I don't want to hurt anyone, and I'm bound to. Things will change with a baby. I'll change. My baby will demand it, and I can't wait. I know. Confession. I'm a little scared about that, too. Don't worry. You won't be able to get rid of me. I have a list of horror and sci-fi movies for Penny Jr., a timeline to train her or him as a ninja, and a detailed list of swears they should know by eight. (laughs) Okay, 
Maybe I need to rethink your access to my precious baby. First, we need to get you preggers with a precious baby. When does your insemination happen? I pick a likely candidate, see the fertility specialist, then I could be baking a baster baby in about a month. Huh. And that's it. Baby dream fulfilled. What, going to the bathroom? I've been pregnant before. Really? When? How did I not know this? It was a long, long time ago, and I was stupid and young and in lust, thinking it was love. What happened? Oh, I knew the minute I saw pregnant on the pee stick that not only was I not ready to be a mother, I didn't want to raise a child with this guy I'd convinced myself I was in love with. I scheduled an appointment for an abortion... And I... I miscarried the next day. I didn't care about him, but... Losing the baby, that felt like something big happened. I knew I wanted an abortion, but... I still felt like my heart broke when my body did what I wanted. What if... Oh, Pen. Clarity, what if that was my last chance? Penny, honey... I know it's irrational. I'm the least observant Jew possible. Bacon cheeseburger on a high holy day level. But this has made me wonder if there's like a curse or a punishment or whatever. I'm agnostic. I still won't fuck with a Ouija board or watch The Omen. I mean, it's been decades since I've been in a church and still things remain. You need to remember that both our faiths talk about grace and extend that to yourself, baby. You wanting this child? That's a sign that you're ready. And we have the technology to help your body if... If it's not exactly ready. Sorry. I've made peace with so many things, but this anxiety came roaring back. Anxiety makes sense. This is uncharted territory here. No one knows how to be pregnant, or even worse, how to parent until it happens. This is the worst thought-out part of being alive. What kind of deity creates creatures that can make more of themselves and doesn't leave a manual of how? And I'm planning to do this alone? You're not alone. You're never alone. Janet and I have keys to your place. We won't let you do anything alone. Once the kid is born, neither will they. That's if. Don't. We are going to operate like there's going to be a Penny Jr. No matter how long it takes for them to make their appearance. As long as you want to try. Got it? Got it. For as long as it's safe for me to keep trying. I work in psychology, remember? There are times it's okay to give up and do something else. You're going to be a great mom. After all, you raised me and Janet so well. I did, didn't I? Thank you. Thank you so much. We're friends. More than friends. You're my family. You guys have been my family forever. Okay, come on. Uh, We're not here for an emotional workout, but somehow that's all we've done. (laughs) One day we're going to deal with this fear of emotional honesty. I can book that Sperminator guy for your baby starter. Never suggest that again. Mm. The youth center charity ball is in full swing when Darla... Darla? You sure that's my name? I don't feel like a Darla. B, how do you bring this up on page 46? How do you not feel like a Darla almost mid-script? I don't know. I'm from your head.
Stop hitting your head on the desk. We need you to keep going. I mean, what's in a name? Quote any more of that at me, and I will put the killer leeches back in the script. Rude, and this is for Mom, if I must remind you. For Mom. What's the problem in this scene, then? Not gonna lie, it feels a little trite. What are you talking about? I just met this dude. Sure, I have attractions, but this is a lot of trust to place in someone I've known for a week. Back me up here, HLM. (laughs) This is one of those romantic holiday movies. You have to show the naivete of a five-year-old. It's part of the romance. When did romance turn into being a complete idiot because your nipples reacted? Did I make you this crude? Am I this crude? Shit, I'm gonna have to ask my friends. I'm your bluntness. It's all good. Besides, I'm doing pretty well on the development side. Okay, this line, the only thing that's stopping you from taking on the world is you, that's good. But this guy wouldn't say it at the dinner. I'll have more impact. Uh, Where's the outline? Uh, I got this far without an outline. I've been winging it. (gasps) Heathen! I swear, you like to make it hard on yourself. Like, didn't you go to college and learn all this screenwriting stuff? Everyone shut up. We need to focus on this scene. Just saying. Maybe stop trying to write blind and maybe give yourself a little structure to work with? Pen and paper's right over there. Fine. Hey. Hey, yourself. Jason, did I forget to call you? Nah, I just wanted to hear your voice. It's been a couple of days since we talked. Sorry, babe. Writing. Yeah, yeah, you artsy chicks and your obsessions with your art. You knew what you were getting into. It's what makes you adorable. And it means I get to concentrate on my writing and not feel like a jerk. United in artistic jerkitude. Don't think I don't remember you're supposed to be writing. And I refuse to let you use me as a distraction. Bastard. Meet me for lunch tomorrow? I feel like planning a picnic. Picnic? Mm, Color me intrigued. This sounds like a yes. So meet me at my office on campus around 1230. I will. See you then. I like enthusiastic consent. Jason. Yeah? I missed your voice, too. (laughs) Good. Go right. You too, slacker. Sounds like things with Jason are heating up. Sounds like you like him. Sounds like Aaron is out of the running. I don't need this. Focus on your relationship, not mine. Oh, you're the one getting all the complications in your life, not the page. We're just the innocent figments of your imagination. Shut up and let me work. You've been listening to Fast Track to 40, written and directed by Georgia McKenzie, produced by Camille Johnson, executive produced by Inia Fong, starring Katie Ritz as Penny Eisenstein, Heather Summers as Janet Jackson, Tony Jackson as Dan Owens and Rod, Justin Van Cho as handsome lead male, Gabrielle Soli as beautiful lead female, or B, Joshua Sterling as Jason Stevens, and other voices by the cast. Music composed by John Ruder, sound design and editing by Alexa Ruvalcaba, and recorded at Shane Salt Productions in Hollywood. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss the next episode, or visit us at oralstories.com. Check out Bonnie Screws Up and Upper River, other podcasts from Oral Stories. 